This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Now on Mondays, uh, we call on ordinary Limpopo citizens who might just motivate us by merely telling us their stories. Okay, it's something that we do uh, often. Now, over the past couple of uh, Mondays, we've been joined by some really interesting people. And today, it is no different at all. Okay, Morale Ramashaba, well, famously known as Jack Rams. Um is a professional media practitioner and is a founder of Mega Artists Media, a stakeholder in the arts through so many different formats. And he joins us in the studio today to have a chat. The first thing he said when he got into the studio was like, yo, D, I don't know we're going to be having a conversation. Jack Rams, man, thank you so much and welcome to the show, brother. Yeah, D, how's it going? <laughs> good on yourself, man. Yeah. I'm- I'm a little bit nervous. I've been off the mic for quite some time. So yeah, but but you you're not a stranger to interviews. Uh, I think over the past couple of weeks, Nunjo Emaya Manyana, we we are, uh, you know, doing interviews around. Yes, of course. I've yeah, done a yeah. couple of interviews on a, a few radio stations because yeah. I've uh, been promoting and supporting uh, the young boys that uh, they were participating at the Dance Tribe yeah, Festival. Yeah. So that is part of the job that we do. We expose them to media platforms. So we uh, help them and we teach them how to conduct interviews. Mm. Like it's like a, a media masterclass type of a situation. Which is something that we've always been speaking about in the media spaces to say a lot of our people out there who are very creative and talented are not necessarily media trained. You know what I mean? So you find that they do something good and they have to be on radio. Because, you know, they're not really sure of how it is to conduct an interview or, or stuff like that. But we'll get into that in a, in, in a short while. I want us to first talk about uh, Jack Rams. Okay. Uh, tell us who you are, uh, where you're from. Um, yeah. Well, you know, this is the most difficult question to answer because... Uh, I've always struggled to describe my personality character, mm. uh, the person that I am. Um, I would like to believe, because I was born in September, I'm a, I'm a Vego, I would like to believe <laughs> yeah. that uh, the description of what a Vego is, is who I am. Mm. Firstly, one thing that uh, comes up is that I'm an introvert. Okay, yeah. I'm a reserved uh, individual. I like my own space, but also I'm a creative. Mm. So... I've always been a boy who likes his own space and creating things on his own and being in the background. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never really exposed myself to a lot of situations uh, because I felt like I'm too exposed to a lot of people. They might not, they might know who I am mm-hmm. and I, I really never wanted people to know who I am. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. why in most situations, in most uh, projects that I do, I'm always the guy in the background. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I'm that young enthusiastic boy um who grew up uh well most of my life i remember when i was young i grew up in mamilodi east a, a place called takani okay oh you're from takani bro bro yeah All so right. that's where i grew up i went to my primary school there a school called Puladifate, mm-hmm. and um due to uh, family circumstances i had to now move back to limpopo which is my like family original home okay where okay. my mother and my father actually come from right, in fact right. my stepfather come from mm. right so and a lot of things started happening when i was um, in limpopo when i moved to limpopo and i think that's where i found myself yeah yeah, yeah. so I, when I landed in Limpopo, I landed at a place called Mamutintan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mount Queen. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's where I finished off my uh, primary school. 
and then I went to Huiti High School. Okay. Right, and then I did my matric at Huiti High School. Mm. And um, when I graduated my matric in 2005, I was supposed to be like any other person, any other young person and learner to be a student at the university or higher institution of learning. Unfortunately for me, I did not have that opportunity uh, because there were no funds. Mm. Uh, I remember struggling to get 120 rent, I remember very well, for just the registration to submit an application form for university. So it took me almost seven years not schooling. So I ended up... uh, hustling on the streets which is a long story yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll talk we'll get into it we'll get yeah. into it yeah so i got to university in 2012 this is after seven years of not schooling Sheesh, man. Yeah. right yeah so instead of getting into the mainstream studies i was put on what we call extended degree okay so it means that instead of you going into three years you go into four years to prepare you to remind you to orientate you to start knowing how to read mm-hmm. not 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 necessarily that you don't know how but to read. yeah to familiarize <laughs> yourself with reading yeah you yeah. understand with comprehension and mm. understanding of text and information mm. you understand mm. so i went through that and yeah i studied and i completed on record time with a few distinctions shout out shout and out and yeah <laughs> gotta give an air horn to that one most definitely uh, we're going to be going for a quick break. Do remember, we are in the studio right now with uh, Jack Rams, who's the founder of Mega Artists Media, also Mega Artists Magazine. Uh, he's an events organizer currently and also getting into DJing. His story is very interesting, and that's why he's here. If you've got any other questions, maybe you want to ask Jack Rams, you're more than welcome. Motivation Monday is joining the studio right now by Jack Rams. You've become more popular than I am, bro, Like, <laughs> which, is, which is weird. And I'm like, ah, this guy's supposed to be responsible for my brand. Now, how is he more popular than I am. I see you get a lot of love wherever you go, uh, but we're going to be getting into that. Also, quickly, we just spoke about it off air. A uh, big shout out to Tabang ER. I think he's listening to the show right now. For sure, yeah. Tabang Rumele voice note to Mobraga. Shout out to the brother. I'm Tabang ER's biggest fan. Yeah, shout out to him. He's doing amazing stuff. Yeah, and I'm always missing his shows for some reason because I have to be outside of the province, but it's all good. But shout out to Tabang ER. Now, let's continue our chat, right? So we touched briefly on your background, which also included a bit of academics in there right sure so you are also uh part of the um, university of limpopo alumni right and what is it that uh drew your attention to media if i can put it like that okay so as a young boy i was always fascinated by how radio sounded like yeah and i've always wanted to sound like the people on the radio right yeah. because i'm i'm i was always obsessed by how uh profound and how eloquent they sound, how mm. informative they sound. And I wanted to be that guy who informs people. Mm. I wanted that attention. I wanted to be like an MC who is on a podium, like a pastor who like preaches and talks to people mm. and inspires, motivates people and just disseminate information. Yeah. I wanted to, to be that too as a young boy. And my first love with the media came through radio. Mm. So I, I told myself, because you know, like when you grow up in a, in a family, the radio is always on. You know, of like course, in yeah. a traditional house, Tobel FM is always on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, because you grow up with like older people in the yeah, house, and yeah. that's, that's the language they can understand. True, so the radio true. is always on, and I'm fascinated, and I'm listening to this thing, and I'm like, 
I want to be inside this thing mm. and do what these people do. Yeah. But I did not know how, obviously, because I was young, mm. right? Until I came to the province and I listened to some local community radio stations and I listened to some few people and I was like, Ao Yeah, it's always the case. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the case. Yeah, yeah. If this is how they do it, I can do it better. Way better, yeah. I just need to find a way of getting in. Yeah. So fascinating enough, before I got into my studies, I got on radio. Okay, okay. Right? Yeah. So, because I was hustling on the streets and I was hustling in Mangueng around the University of Limpopo, yeah. I was listening to the campus radio station, of yeah. course, most of the time. So, I was like, you know what? One day I want to go there and just find out how can I get in. Mm. Fortunately, they hosted um, auditions. I auditioned, I think I started auditioning when I was still in lurking uh, from three mm, mm. yeah from three okay so i failed my audition three times i got it for the fourth time mm. right so this was back in 2007 i got into the campus uh radio station at the university of limpopo radio tef yeah right so 2007 I got into radio my dream came through mm. and i started doing stuff presenting music production etc etc yeah yeah while i was uh, busy with radio an opportunity came because now i was closer to the institution i started getting information that now nsfas is paying 100 percent of your tuition fees mm-hmm. right so you can actually apply get admission and go to nsfas mm. and then apply there and then you can get funding yeah that was the only way i got into the uh, university mm. through that chance it was by the grace of god because yeah. i don't know if that chance never came would i have gotten an opportunity to get my degree or get some education mm. but i felt like my talent was not enough while i was still doing radio so i left 2012 and I focused on study. Mm. So how I got to study media, it's simply because I got myself closer. Mm. Closer to the to, to the to the overall picture that you saw yourself yeah. achieving like from a very young age. So yeah. that was like some sort of leadway. Yeah, deliberately. To, yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Deliberately. Yeah. I just got myself closer to the situation so that I can observe mm. and know how it's done and how I can get in. You understand mm, mm. so i just you know the funny thing is i did not know how i'm gonna do it yeah but <laughs> you, you figured it's gonna happen yeah, somehow. somehow it's gonna happen if mm. i just get myself closer you understand mm. and now i enrolled for my ba degree in media studies sheesh yeah hey hon man hey hon for that hey hon for that one Shout out. So, so here's what we're going to do, right? Uh, because we're obviously chasing time. Uh, we, we're going to take another break and then we're going to get back with the news headlines with Ntlamono Marule and sports with KC. And there's also questions that are coming in for you on the Capricorn FM WhatsApp. We're going to be checking those out. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about, uh, I think we've covered uh, your, your childhood, your, your upbringing, if I can put it like that, your academic background. Uh, and then we're going to get into Jack Rams, the businessman and the hustler, right? So we're going to be talking about your um, entity, which is called Me- uh, Mega Artists Media, uh, which has produced uh, magazines online, of course, and other great things, okay? The Dance Tribe being one of them. So we're going to be talking about that in just a short while. Motivation, Mondays.
We are joined in the studio by Jack Rams, founder of Mega Artist Magazine, Mega, uh, Mega, Mega Artist Media also, and the Dance Tribe Festival, which is something that I want us to talk about right now. Jack, I, I, I believe we covered ground on a lot of these things, right? So let's talk about um, one of the most important projects in, 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 in your life right now, which is the Dance Tribe Festival. Um, how did that come about? And uh, we're seeing that it's gaining a whole lot of momentum. Uh, maybe you, t- you can tell us how that is, uh, came about and how that it's doing right now. Uh, I'd start by saying that uh, it came about simply because I love dancing, yeah. and I've realized that most of the time dancers are not respected, especially in the country, in the province, and dancers are the most important element in an artist's life in arts and culture. Yeah. Dancing is what we are as black people and we do it so well. So we need to celebrate and embrace people who dance because they make music entertaining, right? Mm. So because a lot of young people dance in taverns for beer cases, they dance at parties mm. for it's just entertainment so it came about that I wanted dancers to take this as a career and a profession mm. and mm. to inspire young dancers and just to motivate them to say there is something that you can do with dancing because we have seen in uh, international countries, there are people who make a living off out of dancing. Yeah, dancing. They become choreographers. They become background dancers for big artists. They're invited to festivals, and and they kind of now make a consistent living. Chris Brown is a very exceptional dancer. Yeah, yeah. For example, mm, mm, right? Yeah. In all his music videos, you see him dancing. Mm, mm. He got his inspiration or whatever from, from Asha, Jackson, yeah. who is also a dancer. Beyonce. On stage, he has like thousands of dancers. Mm, mm. Do you understand that it's a big industry? True, true. It needs focus. But unfortunately, because the industry in Limpopo is so small, um, we're trying to create a platform that caters for that small group of people mm. who are not getting the attention and the love yeah. and the support and the finances to enable them to do what they love. Yeah, which is true, man. And, and, and shout out to you for... Um, putting out such a great project i'm seeing it work uh, for a lot of these young guys now you're also big on giving back to your community tell me a bit more about that and some of the things that you've done you know yeah well i would i would start by 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 saying that starting the mega artist media uh, is an npo okay it's a non-profit organization that i started from with with uh, my acquaintances mm. and we started it from our own pockets to empower young people in our communities that we see that they need the, the support but they're not getting it because also this thing is driven by passion mm. it's driven by love also having the ability to be able to contribute in young people's lives mm. and you're saying that because i have even if i have the little i have mm. i can contribute and then Rangwatagalana Chogoyaiji Relevana Wamoto. You understand? So we've really empowered a lot of young people who are now established uh, performers. We have also contributed in other um, uh, NPOs as well by granting and donating uh, mm. items as well because uh, the project enables us to be um, to be like an aid to other institutions. Yeah. Because we. We are a group of young people who have experiences in different uh, uh, departments. And we take the knowledge and the experience, we combine it together so that we can help other people. Yeah. So 
those are some of the things that because if i single them out right now i won't finish you understand because mm. we've done donations like from blankets shoes renovating daycare centers mm. you know from uh, like contributing uh, to artist transport accommodation and all of the because most of them they don't have managers mm. right and they say we want to do this thing but we don't have resources and we're like okay the organization can assist you because wherever you're going you're going to be representing the province wherever you're going you're going to be representing us mm. so basically that's our contribution in the arts and culture um industry in the yeah. media and entertainment industry which is big i mean it's not, so you can't downplay that as a little uh, contribution that is huge man and i think maybe now we can talk about jack rams uh, as a creative and as a media practitioner most of these uh, times radio or to work in media it's easy you know i believe what i'm talking behind the scenes as much as you have uh, more especially in broadcast you 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 might have a different story to tell is it as easy as people make it to be it is not easy and um this is not to scare anyone but this is this is just to give um, a background of what we do what we do comes with a lot of you know like when you think mm. thinking is tiring of course if there's one thing that people don't realize is that sitting down having to think of creative ideas that you can convert into content and entertain people and inform people that's the most tedious exercise ever yeah because you are not you might not be using other elements of your body structure mm. but using the mind is exhausting mm. because the mind is like the engine that carries your body yeah. and when it's tired it affects everything mm. and Working behind the scene as a producer, especially on radio, man, I think I think I would say this: producers are the most underrated and undermined individuals on radio because people don't realize that presenters to sound the way they sound is because of producers. Yeah, I gotta give an air horn to that one. That is true, man. That is true. Yeah. Right. For for people to sit in their cars at home, listen to the radio and be entertained, to even pass judgment, to say, mm. there's someone working tirelessly behind the scene, making sure that it sounds the way you like it and the way you want it. 100%. Yeah. Right? So getting into the media industry and particularly radio, radio is the most simplest when you're listening to it but it's the most sophisticated when it comes to prep right when it comes to preparation mm, right mm. so and that's why a lot of people in the media industry and particularly on radio they really get frustrated because also the industry the way it's structured you know the way it's structured because it's it's on talent you mm. understand and there's high competition as well there's someone who sounds better than you yeah. there's someone who can do better than someone you someone with a better twang than <laughs> than dingo yeah you <laughs> yeah, understand yeah, yeah. so there there are a lot of things that really are, are considered for one to be actually in this space you understand mm. and sometimes sometimes talent is not enough because True, there are departments in radio like there are various departments in radio it's not only the microphone and the presenters mm. there's marketing and sales there's protection there's music there's everything man. there's just a lot so education comes in handy when you want to get into the industry mm. especially in the media and entertainment industry because you cannot be an entertainer forever sure and with that knowledge and experience that you have acquired and accumulated as an entertainer it needs to help you to set up a business structure that's going to help you for 
like many years you understand mm. you can set up your own online radio station or you can apply for a radio licensing but you need to know the ins and outs the laws the regulations ICASA, all of those things and how do you go about applying for radio setting up a media agency how to manage artists how to set up a record label you just don't wake mm. up and say mm. i'm starting this thing that's why there are people who go and study to understand how the industry works 100 percent. well um, I think we've covered a lot of ground. Uh, some of these messages that came through, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if we will be able to go through them. But let's check out just one. Um, one says, uh, "I've been in search for a manager for a while. I do hip hop. Can he induct me onto his team so I can have your number or something like that?" Well, my number is a public number it's, because it's I'm known, a public yeah. figure, yeah. right? Uh, anyone is welcome to contact me. Let's talk about or whatever that has to do with media and entertainment and see if we can help each other. There's mm. no guarantee if a, it's a feasible idea that I think I can be involved in. Obviously, I will jump on board and work with you. But yeah. if not, also we'll discuss that as well, that I'm not able to. So, yeah. You want to give out your number now? Yeah, 76 Double five six seven one six seven zero seven six double five six seven one six seven. That is also linked to mega artists, right? Yeah, everything. Okay. My number is linked to everything. All right, all right. Yeah. Okay, Jack. Now, thank you so much, my brother, for coming through, man. It is a pleasure having this chat with you. This is a uh, these are chats you and I have regularly, but I appreciate you for honoring the invite. And then I'm asking you right now, um, in 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 front of the people, okay, what is next for Jack Rams and Mega Artist Media? Well. Uh, there's a lot that I'm trying to do uh, and I hope that it comes into fruition and it it, it materializes. Uh, I want to get back on radio mm-hmm. but obviously behind the scene. Yeah. Um, that's the plan. I think I need uh, maybe three more years to contribute. I think that's what is left in me to contribute mm. and make magic. And what is also left for Mega Artist Media is that uh, September we are planning to host another Dance Tribe Festival. Oh, shout out, shout out. Yes, September we are looking into doing that. And also Mega Artist Media is going to be dropping an online magazine. Mm. I think uh, exclusively you are hearing this for the first time. We're featuring Malibu. Shout out to Malibu. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Shout out to Shout out to Malibu, man. Actually, no, no, not Ehon. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be featured on the cover of the magazine. So that's what we are busy with. We're mega artist um, uh, media, and that's what Jack Rams is is busy with. And I, I've gotten into DJing. Yeah, you well. also, I see you. You're getting more gigs than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous about that, but it's fine. It's yeah. fine. So, so how, how do people reach out for for that? Same number. Same number. Yeah, zero seven six double five six seven one six seven. I'm pretty much a very good DJ. My playlist is lit. So if you want something, <laughs> book me, call me. I'm available. I can get anywhere, anytime. Yeah. Sure. All right. This is Jack Rams. I'm saying what our friends and family Jack Rams. Thank you so much. And I hope that uh, Jack Rams story somewhere, somehow uh, did move you. Okay. Uh, the truth of the matter is nothing comes easy. Uh, no matter where you are. Okay. Uh, you have to work for some of these things in order for them to align. Um, nothing falls on anybody's lap. It's all about hard work, commitment, and dedication. And of course, passion plays a huge role. That's what I've deducted from this conversation with my brother, Jack Rams. This has been Motivation Mondays. Thank you so much. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.